Hi, my name is Ian Khan, and you're listening to the Innovation Times Podcast. I am a technology author, speaker, and an advocate for everything good that technology brings. A part of my work is running the Innovation Times Podcast and bringing together people from various aspects of the industry and talk about how technology is affecting the way that they perform their jobs, their functions, and how they're leading their organizations to change that's propelled by technology. As part of my podcast, I interview people from all segments of the industry and different verticals as well. Welcome to Innovation Times. Hi, this is Ian Khan at ASA 2017 in Toronto. I have with me a really cool girl that I met uh, during the conference and uh, very impressive. I'm impressed by what they do and talk about filling a niche and talk about making a difference in the lives of not tens, twenties, but hundreds of people who are desperately looking for solutions. So what I think uh, here we have is a message of uh, being ingenious with ideas. It's about filling a niche and it's all about providing value back to a community. I have Terry Carden, founder of Review My AMS and she does a lot more than that. Terry, welcome to the program. Thank you for having me, Ian. What is your? What, I'm going to be asking some really tough questions. Uh-oh. Uh no, just <laughs> Get <ready>. kidding. Just <laughs> kidding. But, softballs, just like softballs. I know. <laughs> but really, your story inspired me a lot, and I was very impressed by by your, uh, you know, uh, the the fact that you 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 went and you you built something from scratch, and uh, it's really become something really big. Tell me about the motivation behind creating Review My MS. Sure. So um, I was telling you my story kind of behind the scenes here and I gave you the long-winded version and I'll save viewers the long-winded version but essentially I am an association exec at my core. That is my, that's my natural habitat is being an association person. I was a director of marketing and IT for um, a couple of organizations and uh, it, it was very cool to help them evolve the technologies that they were using that all the staff and the members were using on a day-to-day basis. And so, um, you know, at, with my experience um, in the association world, I quickly realized that there was a gap um, and we were, as association executives, we were being oversold and underdelivered on some of the products that we were using every single day. And basically, the vendors in our space, forgive me, guys, <laughs> were basically lying to us about what we were supposed to have on, and expect that, we're gonna, that we were going to end up working with every single day. So we go through these tens of thousands of dollar implementations, and then we end up with dirt, basically and something that wasn't functioning like the vendor told us it was supposed to function. And so now here we were, you know, having gone through a transition in our technology, which affects everybody in the, in the, in the association, including the members. And there was no space for association executives to have a voice to say, listen, this is not actually, this system actually isn't working for me. Or hey, this system is kick ass for me, yeah. right? So there was a need in the space for association execs to have a voice on the systems that they're using every single day. Excellent. And really, I, I think a couple of, it's, it's all about things lining up together, I'd say. Uh, and sometimes we're at the right place at the right time. But I think 
a lot to do with coming out with something new that people can use uh, and it's useful for a community is about figuring out how that small thing can make a big difference. Right. I think that's what you probably spotted back in the day. It's been what, how many years has it been? It's been three and a half years now, 750 reviews on 40 different platforms. That's so, amazing. Yeah. And, and <laughs> the entire industry knows you, they know where you came from, they know what the value, the solution or the website brings. Uh, to, to them in terms of, you know, uh, you're also looking at not small spends when people are, are looking for reviews, right? right? There's right. that element. Yeah, I told you, like, we can go on Yelp and we can review a $12 hamburger, but how come an association that's about to drop $250,000 on a piece of software doesn't have a place to have an assisted buying decision, you know, from other end users of the products. Yeah. So the model, just so for the, so the viewers can know, um, the review site is is a model where uh, um, association executives can give a review of their system, their association management software, and then they get to read the reviews. So there's no cost to them except for the time to give a review. So it's an altruistic model that so works really well with this, the associations. Yeah. So we were also talking about. The review economy yesterday. We we met and we right. quickly briefly <laughs> briefly spoke about it. And you were right. You know, it is the time of uh, whether we call it the consumption economy, whether it's uh, you know the the technology economy. But we 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 know it's the review economy. We're we're reviewing everything, everything. that we purchase online, right. offline. And how how do you think that drives decision making? How what have you seen? within your platform in terms of decision making. So after, and I'm going to be a bit long-winded here, when, when your, let's say, when association members or executives saw those reviews on your website, mm -hmm. have you had feedback from them saying, hey, that was so useful and we, we managed? Oh, tell us about absolutely. that. Absolutely. <laughs> tell us some of the things that you've had people tell you about the, the success or the failure they've had. Well, so, so basically, like I said, we're you know, Review by Amos has been able to bring a voice to the end user. Um, I, I actually thought of this term, this little phrase earlier, like end user lives matter, yeah. <laughs> right? Like they need to have a voice. Yeah. Like they need to be able to say whether something's working as it should be working, or the technology sucks, right? And so, um, so when. Um, buyers, association executives, are getting ready to make a move. It is a very big move. It's very, um, it's labor intensive, it's resource intensive, and it's very expensive to, to shift platforms. So they ha now have an added tool so that they can hear what other end users of these products are saying. So here at ASAE, there were 15 or 18 maybe association management software companies who were selling their pro selling their product, right? I can promise you right now, not all of them deliver the most stellar service, mm -hmm. and some of their clients don't have really great things to say about them. Yeah. And unfortunately, that some of that are the big guys on the show floor, right? Those are yeah. the big guys yeah. on the show floor. Not all of them, yeah. of course, not yeah. all of them. But what's happening is we were seeing that um, association executives were being oversold. And then when they get down, you know, to after implementation, they're saying that yes, this actually this doesn't work as intended. Yeah. So now they have a place where they can see what say 20, 25, 35 other people that are just like them mm -hmm. have said about the platform that they're about to drop some serious yep. cash on. Yep. And you can't get that anywhere. Like you can piecemeal it. You could come to an event like ASAE and you can try to talk to or find other people that are actually in 
this space that maybe are, are, are an existing user. Mm -hmm. But I mean, it's, there's a sea of people here trying to find somebody who is on a certain platform that you're about to do a demo with almost feels impossible. Yeah, yeah. And this is an online like, hub on these, the software that these associations are about to make deals with. Correct. So, and you're right, Forrester Research has dubbed this the age of the consumer, right? And the cool thing is that association executives um, and, or anybody, even just like you're talking about like the, the review economy. Um, Forrester also says 92% of consumers trust word of mouth recommendations, whether it's from strangers or friends or family, more than any form of advertising. Yep, yep. So basically what we're doing is putting kibosh on all of these big booths and yep. we're putting everybody on an even playing field. Yeah, that's amazing. We, so yeah. the democratization of uh, platform buying, I don't know what you could call it, but it's really, uh, I think it's a service. Uh, so you're doing more community service than having a platform. Yeah, my partner calls it calls me a public service. Like, it's funny, <laughs> ASAE actually doesn't even have a member type for me, mm -hmm. okay? So they don't know where to put me. I'm not a consultant because yeah. I don't do any consulting. Yep. Um, you know, I, I, I hold an event, but again, it's a public service to the community. Yeah. You know, it's basic, it's a free resource for association executives. As long as they get mm -hmm. a review, they get to read the reviews, yeah. right? So it's a free resource for them. So I'm like, hey, you guys don't even know what I am. My partner's like, I know what you are. You're yeah. a public service. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I think I'm okay with that. You know, this is kind of another cool way for me to give back to the community. That's amazing. Kind of make everything right in the world, right? That's amazing. Yeah. I wanted to, and you mentioned the word event. I wanted to ask you about the events that you put together. I know you do two conferences. Uh, is it two per year right now? Yeah, it's two uh, events. And, and there's something different about those conferences. Uh, tell us more about what these events are, why do they serve a purpose, and what's, what's so unique about them? Well, okay, so I'm a risk taker, obviously. Um, you know, like Ian said, like, like you said, like I, I wasn't 100% sure that this idea was even going to work when I originally set it out. It's, it was a total startup, and now here we are, you know, 30 sponsors later, 1,500 subscribers later, you know, it's starting to become a household name around, um, around the association space. Um, and so, so many people kept coming to me with problems or ideas or solutions or they wanted me to connect them mm -hmm. with, with other people. And I finally said, all right, I'm so tired of doing this <laughs> that... Um, Maybe we needed to actually just hold an event so I can bring all these people that want to have these conversations together. So I create, created AMS Fest. I hold it one in Chicago in uh, the spring and one in D Washington, D.C. in the fall. And what's cool about this is there are no booths, there are no tables. We're all in the same playing field. There to have a conversation about how we can elevate the association management software industry together as, an asso as association executives, as industry partners, and as consultants and as buyers. Together we can have like the tough conversations. Like these are not easy conversations we're having. We're talking about what do you do, what do you, uh, how do you react as a client when merger and acquisition happens? And I've had panels of privately owned and uh, publicly owned uh, CEOs on a panel talking about what this means yep. in their company. I've also, on the, on, on the flip side, have had um, association executives getting up there talking about what happened on their horror show whenever they went through a mer their vendor went through a merger mm -hmm. and acquisition. So we're talking about some of the tough things. I mean, that's not it. We're talking about like what happens when a storm comes when, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, with your product and something happens you're not expecting. Mm -hmm. or, Talking about um, 
uh, real geeky stuff too, like um, the APIs and, and, and heavy-duty integrations using middleware and all the all the geeky stuff. It's even above my above my head. Yep. Um, the, a lot of industry events are too afraid to talk about. So basically, if it's risky to talk about it, mm -hmm. I'm ready to face it. Yeah, and that uh, really reminds me, and, and it's funny you, you mentioned that, uh, my last book called Meaningful Conversations is seven actions for value creation. It's about, okay, do these things and you will succeed in creating value more than anything else. Uh, and, you know, generating revenue is going to be a nice side effect of creating value, right? And that's that's the philosophy that Absolutely. I uh, teach in my, in my um, uh, let's say, in my practice. Now, one of my actions is all about partnerships. It's about why the power of partnerships is going to help you create more value than you can ever imagine. Yep. And in the economy powered today, you know, the, the consumption economy, the tech economy, the review economy, um, startup economy, what have you, Unless you do not partner, and I'm talking partnerships with competitors. Yeah. I'm not talking about right. partnerships with just right. people off here right. and there. But you need to work with your competitors and eliminate that idea of competition uh, in order to serve the community that you're serving. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Uh, and if you're able to collaborate and come out with uh, you know, your own unique strengths for your solutions and products and your competition uh, or partner now has their own strengths, that's, the really, that's really the way to move forward in a true collaborative way if you're focused on creating value. And I, I believe that you're going to grow exponentially because of that approach. The entire industry will grow Absolutely. Right, as a whole. So you're basically elevating the industry. And I agree with you 100%. And that has been the coolest thing with Review My AMS and with the collaboration of AMS Fest is that um, vendors that are subscribers or sponsors of the site, they actually are paying attention to the conversation. They're paying attention to what their clients are saying. And that these are the guys that are saying, listen, we know our product's not perfect. We know we're not flawless. My, one of my favorite sayings is finding the perfect AMS is like finding the perfect husband or wife. <laughs> Sorry, guys. They just don't exist. Like, there's no such thing, yeah. right? So everybody has their flaws. But we can learn from... We can learn from those flaws. We can learn, we can actually learn a lot more from a squeaky wheel, you know, and somebody that's saying maybe something negative about your organization than somebody that's like all you know bubbles and roses and peaches all the time, yeah, right? Yeah. So it, it has been so cool to see the vendors transition from a raised eyebrow of like, oh my gosh, yeah. somebody's gonna get on there and bash me, a yeah. client's gonna get on there and bash me too. Hey, you know what a client got on there and bash me? I've got eight good ones, I've got one bad one, but you know, I learned from that. Yeah. And actually, we're now installing blah, blah, blah module because we know, we, we, we realized this was broken. Yeah. And it has been so cool that the conversations at AMS Fest, even among the competitors, you know, have been able to help elevate the, mm -hmm. help elevate the industry. You know, we, we, we often hear about those textbook examples where, hey, I had a customer come in, but, you know, my product didn't offer what it did, and I, and I suggested they talk to a com competitor that I think has the thing. Like, sure. that's, that's a great, great story. 
uh, in, in textbook scenarios or in some industry circles, but I don't think it happens necessarily on an everyday basis within organizations and companies. You, you hardly ever refer customers to a comp competitor because you, you never want to do that, right? And I think it really trickles down, it boils down, down from top to bottom. Uh, it is the leadership within organizations yeah. today that, that need to create that fundamental idea yeah. about, hey guys, our organization isn't about right. being the best sales organization or, or the, the most technologically advanced solution in the universe because that doesn't exist. Right. It's about, hey, we serve the customers the best way possible and exactly. if you keep your customers benefit in mind and the and, and, and the benefit of the community in mind, yes. then you're going to far succeed yes. the expectations yeah. of your shareholders, stakeholders. Exactly. I think you have a point, right? You want to say something? Yes, Go ahead. I do. I have a case, a use case that Go ahead. Like we're getting ready I'd love to, to hear it. Okay, so I told you recently we launched um, 100 Reviews, which is a platform where anybody can spin up their own review site. So I've been talking in detail with um, the Florida Laser Dental Association. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, um, uh, laser dentists in Florida only take up 20% of the market. There's 80% of the market that are still using traditional tools and traditional um, services yep. for dental work. Laser dentistry is the new wave of dentistry. Are we good? Is We're it? good. Yeah. Okay. Um, laser dentistry is the new wave of, of dentistry. It is. It, it provides the best patient care. It provides the least pain, amount of pain. It provides so 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 much better of a service mm -hmm. for the dentist and for the patient yeah. that it's coming. Like they're going. To, it's going to be flipped. There will be someday when they're 80 laser dentists are 80 percent of the industry mm -hmm. and 20 percent maybe traditional services. Right. Well, in talking to the executive director of the Florida Laser Dental Association. She said, you know what would be really cool is if those seven or eight laser manufacturers could collaborate, which they already are trying to figure out ways that together they can elevate mm -hmm. the laser dentist industry as a whole. They've already formed a council, okay? So they know that they have to work together. And these are hardcore competitors yep. in the laser. They're manufacturing lasers. Yep. I mean, come yep. on, like how much more competitive yeah. can you get than yeah. that? Like, you can zap that person yeah. out. Like, let's zap that whole company out. Um, so, so basically what they're saying is maybe there's an opportunity for them to build a reviewmylaser.com or whatever. Yeah. Somebody don't go buy that domain right yeah. now. Yeah. I really haven't <laughs> bought it yet. So, reviewmylaser.com my and then basically the laser dentist would ask their clients, the dentists that are using them to give reviews mm -hmm. on mm -hmm. their laser, Correct. right? They give reviews on the laser, and then let's pretend they go to ADA, they go to American Dental Association, and they go to this huge conference, and people start talking about ReviewMyLaser.com. Mm -hmm. What is this ReviewMyLaser? And all of a sudden, 80% of the market that's not, that's still stuck doing traditional uh, forms of medicine, um, of dentistry, then can see what the laser dentists are saying about these lasers, and like what a cool experience it's been for their patients, yeah. and how much they love it, and it's evolved their practice and everything. Yeah. And so essentially that one review platform could elevate an entire industry. Yep. Yep. And I'm like, that's so cool, because now we have 80% of the market that is not, they're not, they haven't saturated 80% of the market yet. So everybody's going to be looking to buy very soon. Mm -hmm. And where are they going to be looking for a laser? Review my laser. Hopefully. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's a great cool. example. So, that's a great yeah. example. I, I think, you know, and I've, I've had so many conversations during ASE uh, 2017. The time 
now is you know there's this whole generational divide and you know there's too much technology it's also the era of the fourth industrial revolution uh, it's also the time when um, uh, you know we we need to do more in less time there's just so many different things happening right there's a yeah. hundred different things happening right now and we don't know what to pay our attention to but I really feel if you pay attention to creating more value then you will succeed and everything else will fall in place and I see your platform doing a lot of that and it's you know it's it's something simple but it solves a very complex problem right. that translates into millions of dollars of spend from a financial perspective but it also saves on so much frustration it, yeah. it also makes uh, associations so much more productive and efficient because of all the benefits their platforms. It's the easy button. It's I the mean, easy button. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not going to replace consultants, but consultants can do for mm -hmm. you. It's not going to replace, but it's a discovery tool that at least gets two to three steps ahead of where you were to begin with. Correct. Right? Correct. Yeah. And, you know, given that we don't have. Uh, it's a complex environment. It's a complex business environment. I think, uh, again, to summarize, I think the true value, uh, as I said before, it lies in collaborating. And I think it's such a great platform. It's such a great message. I hope thank everybody you. gets to check out your website and be part of it oh, uh, in whatever you. way they can. But tell us where they can go to look you guys up and see what you guys do. And uh, yeah. Sure. So uh, thanks for the opportunity. Um, uh, 100reviews.com is where anybody can check out kind of what I've been up to, where you can basically spin up your own review site. And um, for any industry, um, where you know there are lots of consumer websites out there. Um, we've all heard of like TripAdvisor and Yelp and 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 Angie's List, but this is really um, I'm really motivated to to help um, entire industries. So I'm looking to keep these B2B. So um, keep these re review sites B2B so that we can make smarter business decisions together, not necessarily smarter consumer buying decisions yep. together. So, so 100reviews.com yeah. and reviewmyams.com yep. would be the websites you guys, you guys want to check out if you're looking at what Terry does. Terry, thank Thanks you so, so much. much. It's this been such been a pleasure. Wonderful. Yeah, thank I'm you. So glad I ran into you. And I hope you have yeah. a wonderful blast in Thanks. Toronto, and uh, <laughs> we'll see you next time. Yeah. If you're confused about the current state of technology and the impact that it has on the world, then you are at the right place. My name is Ian Khan. I'm an author and a technology speaker who focuses on the value created in the current world. I talk about ideas, thoughts, and value creation in general that helps us propel ourselves into a future that's driven by technology. The Internet of Things, blockchain, artificial intelligence, cloud, are all means to create value. Technology, in general, is an enabler for positive business outcomes. If you're confused about the outcomes that technology can create for you, then you're at the right place. For more information, you can always visit me on my website at www.iancon.com or follow me on social media on Twitter at IanConLive. Let's change the future by creating a value, nothing else. Let's just change the future by creating more value. That's what I stand for, and that's my message.